0: Okay. Good morning. Today's Daf is Daf Lamad Vov. Today's Shuz Ilunishmas Gershom Moshe Ben Meir Halevi and Zipporah B'Shmul. May the have an and may the memory be a blessing. But also for the first of Pinchas and Ben Rifke. may have a complete and speedy recovery. Um, we're going to go from Lamad Hayamud Beis thirty-five B, the sixth last line. So we're continuing now back to the focus of our Mishnah. Um, of who, which women or which girls would be paid a knas, and which girls would, um, for, for, we'll see for various reasons, would not be paid, uh, paid a knas. So a lot of this price is actually a little bit cryptic, like on the surface, all the you'll be familiar with all the terms and concepts, but how they translate in the case, is a little bit cryptic. So it's tonner bottom arayos vishnios. The arayos and the shnios, remember arayos are genuinely say, all the forbidden relations mentioned in uh, Acharei Mos, your his auntie, sisters, etc., or everyone. And Shni also, remember, the rabbinic ones, like his mother's mother. That's not, according to the Torah, one can marry their grandmother. Sure. It's the uh, Rabbonin ones, exactly. Yeah. And so Shni knas." they would not get a knas, Veloy pitui, nor sedachida. Interestingly enough, remember, if we, we discussed at the beginning of the paragraph, there's Oineis and mafate. there's someone who rapes a girl and there's someone who seduces a girl. I'm using the term girl because we're speaking about, remember, a a young girl, Mm -hmm. either anara, which is 12 to 12 and a half, or around that age, so that's why I'm using the word girl, but I guess technically we're treating her as an adult, so a woman, but so so it's oines or there's a girl he rapes or a girl he seduces, and there's a knas for each of them. So, the commentary is going into why does it use the language knas, penalty, when it's describing the rape, and pitui, uh, seduction, for the other case? It's either knas and knas, or oines and mafate. But one. So, so, that's the first one. So, firstly, who we are referring to as to Vishnius? That there's no, that if someone would rape one of those relatives, he wouldn't be liable. It says, a girl who's done mi'un does not get a knas or pitui. I remember a girl who was married mid-Rabon and her brother married her off to, or her mother married after a man. She has, remember, until she's 12 about to say, uh, opting out. So if she does that, she's still, she, and then someone subsequently rapes or seduces her so she doesn't get mewn. The reason is because we assume she's not a basula. Remember, only these penalties are only relevant to a narrow basula. A uh, virgin and we assume by the fact she was married, even though now it's as if she was even though now it's as if she was never married, we still assume she became a Bula. Ailonis, uh, that's a woman who never develops uh, matures. Um, she doesn't get a knaso pitui. We're gonna say the reason is because she goes from being a katana all the way until she's twenty, because remember when does a girl hit nairus when she grows stays when she starts to develop puberty. This Ilunis never develops puberty, until 20, she's a katana, and then when she's over 20, she's a bogeres, an adult. And so this is the opinion, remember we saw right in the Mishnah, this is the opinion of Rebbe Meir, who holds only a nara gets a knas. Remember, according to the Rabbanan, even a katana gets a knas, but this is Rebbe Meir, who holds only a nara. So Ailunis is never a nara, she goes from being a katana to a bogeres. Similarly, a girl who is divorced because she was proven to have committed a i will discuss that case when we get to it in the Gemara—she doesn't get a knatzul pitui. So now, the Gemara, So we'll discuss the last one, most of these inside, but especially the last one I'm leaving for when we get in the Gemara. Says my arayos or my shneos. What are we referring to when we say the arayos and shneos? Le, ar, arayos, arayos mama, so if you want to say Arayos is the normal term for Arayos. All the um, forbidden relations and Shneos is the rabbinic ones. Since to Arayse he could marry them. I mean it sounds a bit gruesome but let's say someone mar- uh, rapes their grandmother. Again that can't be a good example because his grandmother is never going to be a Basula. Otherwise he couldn't have had children. So I'm trying to remember what another Shneer was. Maybe his mother's brother's wife. Okay, I don't remember Shmier's uh, well enough. Maybe he will say here. Yeah. yeah, it's all in Peric, uh, Bays of Jobamos. But he rapes one of the Shmios to Orisa, so he could marry her. So why would he not pay a class? Granted, I mean, Midrash she's one of the Arayos, and he can't put the Arayos. Right so, no, so it can't be when we say Arayos and Shneos, we mean literally the Arayos and literally rabbinic ones. So we have to have a new definition in this context. So, Ella Arayos haibai Mrs based in, Shneos haibai The Arayos are those who are liable to misus based in, and Shneos are those who are correct Remember, we know that some of the Arayos, some of the fulfilled relations, like one's mother and one's daughter, etc., someone gets put to death if they have beer with them. Whereas some of the arise, like one's uh, sister, one's brother's wife, etc., is kores. So when we say Arayos, we're referring to those who he would get put to death for. And when we say shneos, we say the ones who would only get kores for. But if he would rape someone who's forbidden to him through a negative commandment, there would be a knas or money. Who's that opinion? So Shimon hatimihi, or Shimon hatimoni, It is Shimon Hatemoni. Remember, we learned a few days ago. Shimon HaTemoni holds any woman who kiddushin is toilsin gets the knas. So Chavei Lavi and Mamzeres, uh, etc. There is knas. Ikedomri, Some have a slightly different version. Arayos. When the bracha says Arayos, that's referring to Chavei Misus based in the v- Both. Um, Arayos, that he would be put to death for and that he would get korez for. And Shneos. what's the secondary in this context? Chaiwe, love him. Those who are forbidden to, an, to him as a negative commandment. Mani, who's the author? Rabbi Shimon ben Manassia, he, It is Rabbi Shimon ben Manassia. Remember, Rabbi Shimon ben holds the only, he only pays knas for a woman who he's allowed to remain married to. Now, if he marries a mamzeres, the kiddushin takes effect. They are married. She's a married woman now every transgressing a negative commandment so he has to divorce her so he's not allowed to remain married to her so that would be rabbi shimu would hold hi they would also he would not pay a class for high 11. okay so that's the first term of the price now we say hammer man is alma Isla money we say that a girl who does Miun does, does not get the penalty for the class the for for, for rape or seduction, implying now who does who does muon Remember, it's a katana. It's, a, it's this young girl who opts out of the marriage. As soon as she's an adult, we'll see exactly what age is. A machloketz. But as soon as she's considered a nara or an adult, she can't do mune anymore. So we must be speaking about a katana. So that implies a, a girl who does muon does not get this penalty payment. I gave if a, a, a man rapes a girl who had done miyun, ha katana ba'alma isle. But if he would rape a katana amana, he would. Moni rabbona, that's rabboni. To amri katana knas. Who say that a young girl amana does get a knas? Says ema sefer. What about the sefer? Ailonis ein law lo knas velo pitui. That an ailonis doesn't get a knas or pitui. Asel mad. The amakatana ein knas. That seems to be rabbi Meir who says she does not get a knas. Voha, because this island is Mikanusa se She goes from being a minor to an adult. So what's the difficulty here yeah, is, again, remember we had at the beginning of the Perikamach case, we know Anara Nara definitely gets the class. So that's between 12 and, for the next 6 months, a 12 and a half. A Katana was a Mahloikas. The opponent said that a Katana does get a class. And Rabbi Meir said that a katana does not get a knas. Only a nara, only a girl raped in those, or seduced in those six months, would get a knas. That's the Makloikas there. Now, our Brisa seems to be a bit of both. Because it says, on the one hand, it says a girl who does mion does not get knas. Implying that other miners do get knas. And then it says an islandist does not get a knas. Now, why does an islandist not get a knas? Because she goes straight from being a katana to being a bulgarist which implies that a katana does not get a class. So which one? Are you going like Rabbonne that a katana does get knas? If a man rapes or seduces a katana, and have to pay the penalty. Or are you going like Rabbi Meir? That you would not. So raise Rabbonne for a Rabbi Meir. Can it be that the first la- earlier line in that Bryce says Rabbonne and the latter line, Rabbi Meir? Maybe you'll say that it's all Rabbi Meir. And he holds, recording him on my it's like Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Yehuda says, a girl, even a nara, can do meun. So she's up till 12 and a half, she can do meun. So that's what we're saying, that this nara can do, who's done can't, won't get the penalty payment if she's raped, but any other nara would get the penalty payments. He says, maybe that's what he says. Me sobala. Does he hold that agreement or what? Tanya, we have another prize which teaches at Mosai ha'Basma Elias. Until what age can this daughter do muen? Ajetobi stays Saras, the Until she brings to until she grows two pubic hairs, according to Rev Meyer. I until she hits 12. As soon as she's a Nara, she can't immune anymore. (laughs) Rebihuda says it's it's basically until the pubic hairs are a bit longer. We're not going to go into the exact sheer, but at a later age. So again, both of them, obviously, if once she's a Nara, once she hits 12 and has two pubic hairs, she becomes an adult. And if she has beer, then she'll be married. What happens if she does not have beer with her husband, but she's still a Nara? Rebbe Meir holds, she can't do Mewen anymore. As soon as she's 12, she's considered married and she can't do Mewen. Rebbe Yehuda holds, no, she has up until she had she can do Mewen. So Rebbe Meir, so, pardon? Tell me this Mewen, is that when she... Remember, it's where if her mother or father marry her off, then she's considered rabbinically married and if she wants she can opt out she can say before there's a discussion how many people in the uh, thing but in your farmers but she says i don't want to remain married anymore then it says if she's not married anymore mm-hmm. so until what age is she allowed to do that say opt out of the marriage mm-hmm. again generally if a woman gets married she and she wants to opt work if she gets so then if subsequent to having done mu so let's say so her mother married her off to this she man, man. Her off, and then she, she does mu so now she's married. married. So she's married, then she does miun, which is opting out of the marriage. So it says that she's not married anymore. If she is raped or seduced, she doesn't get the knas, mm-hmm. because we assume she already had fear. Mm-hmm. Then why we have to remind us that a myun is different is because muun makes it as if she was never married before. Mm-hmm. But we still assume she had beer when she was married. Yeah. So and here the question is, until what age can she do muun? So Remy May holds only until she's twelve. So again, so how do we understand this line on the bracer which seems to be the on that uh, katana, that we say Mewen does not get knas, implying that other girls of that age do get knas, which would be a katana, but would be male holds a katana, doesn't get a knas. So how do we understand that line in the Brisa? So it so must be that it must be it's Rebbe Yehuda who holds a Nara can still do Meun. a katana, and in regards to a Katana he holds like Rebbe May that a Katana does not get a Knas and that's why an islandist does not get Knas. So if we say the author of our price when we're holding at the moment is we want to say that the author of our price is Rebbe Yehuda and then we can understand both of It says a girl who does Meun does not get knas. Implying that other girls in that age bracket can get knas. So who's that referring to? The general, um, only girls who are a nara. It's not discussing a katana who does muon, we're discussing a girl who's a little bit over 12 who does mune Which, you remember, according to Yehuda, until, until her cubic have developed more, so it's a bit older than a nara, she can do muon. So we're speaking about a nara doing muon. And then on oh, an island is? yeah an islandist goes from a Katana to a Bogeres, she skips the Nara stage. So therefore, there is no class for her because you don't pay class for a mama you don't pay class for a Bogeres. So that's Rebbe umi it says, umi sover Does Rebbe Huda really hold? A Katana does not get class for home my Rav Yehuda, my Rav. said in the name of Rav, Zutiva that a Katana doesn't get class is Rebbe Mea. The im isa. If it is true that Rabbi Yehuda agrees with Rabbi Meir, it should say Meir miBoyle. He should have said it's Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. I must be Rabbi Yehuda holds that a katana can get cut. So now we're stuck. If we try to learn how Bryce like Rabbi Meir, we don't understand why mune. Does not get a class, implying that other girls in that age bracket do get class when it's speaking about katanas. Rebbe male holds that a katana does not get a class. And if she says Rebbe Yehuda, then we don't understand why an uh, doesn't get a class. Because granted, she's a katana for much longer, but she's raped as a katana, she should get a class according to Rebbe Yehuda. So who's it like? So, El uh, Haitana Sovalok Rebbe male, Bechad or Yeah, it's actually a. Uh, Third opinion, who holds like Rebbe Meir in one alocha and argues with Rebbe Meir in one aloha. He agrees with Rebbe Meir that a katana does not get a knas, but he argues with Rebbe Meir until what age a girl can do miyul. That's the explanation. So it's a mixed of Rebbe Meir and but a third opinion. Rafram Omar, my mima enes. No, when we say Mama enes in this price, so what do we mean? Haru a girl who, a, a mana who can do muon. Uh, when we say muon in here, we're not referring to a girl who has done muon. We're referring to a girl who is of the, it's actually a way of saying an age. So how old is she? She's in uh, primary school. How old is she? She's a mama enes. She's at the age she can do muon. Strange way. It says, oh, belisni katana. So then just say a mana. Just, why are you being complicated and saying how old is she? She's a, um, a mama enes. Just say a mana. Kasha, okay, so that's a little bit difficult. They discussed okay, so how remember Kasha we've said in the past isn't refuting the suggestion, it's just saying it's difficult. So the, obviously the commentaries will go into, it, but we don't have time now. Why it's difficult. How would you answer it? Okay, but we resolved that part of the Braissa. Now ailonis, ain lolo class below and is does not get a class or a pitu. Very meaning I'll show you, there's a contradictory braisa that says hahareshes va shootbah eilones. A deaf, mutant, insane woman, and an islandist, yeshlehem knas, do get a knas, yeshlehem tanas basulim, and they also get tanas basulim. I remember just before we go, so knas, we understand, it would be if someone rapes a charesh, a chareshes, or a shoyta, or an islandist, then that girl or her father would get paid the knas. That's this, Bryce says, which again, the contradiction is our Bryce has said that an islandist does not get a knas. Okay, so we'll come back to deal with that. But just also, what's for Yezra and Tanis So Remember, we had that a lot earlier on in the Massehta, Is if a, husband, if a man marries a woman on the expectation that she's a virgin, and then on their wedding night he finds she's not, that he claims that, I thought I married a virgin and she's not, and then either he wants to divorce her without having to pay the subah. So that's the Tanis Pasulin. So these girls, we'll discuss it a little bit more, but these girls also have a Tanis Pesulim. Either husband can expect that they're virgins, and therefore, he does have a claim. If it's the sort of woman who he cannot expect to be a virgin, we'll discuss it. We'll see examples on the page. Then obviously, he can't have Tanus kusud. Okay, he says behind my rumya, ha rebi man, ha What do you mean? This isn't a contradiction. This is rebi man. This is Rabbonin. Rebbe man holds a katana, does not get a knas, and rabbi Rabbonin hold that a katana does get a knas. Now remember, an islanis goes from a katana to a begaris. So according to Rebbe Meir, she will not get a class, but according to Rabodin, she will get a class. So what do you mean we've got a difficulty in the price? The one price that says an islandist doesn't get a class, and the one says she doesn't get a class. It's Rebbe May and you don't, don't need to be a, we don't need to you don't need to be a genius to ask such a question. He says, no, the correlate, my kari-le. The one who was asking this question, what was he actually thinking to ask the question? There's such an easy answer. So he says, the islay <laughs> Mirma or Oleo. No, he was he wasn't really asking that question. He was building up to a third bracer which is also a contradictory con, uh, contradiction. It says An insane a, a deaf mute, a girl who's a deaf mute or insane or a boggeris, or she's been injured I her basulin were removed through injury, she does not have a tanus Basulin. And a summa and Ailunis do, can, do have a Tainus B'Sulim. Either has the man who marries her, can expect to find her a virgin if she says she is. And summa says in the name of Rebbe Meir, that a blind girl does not have Tainus we'll, B'Sulim. We'll see over the page why, wow. but he's saying that if a man marries a blind girl, even if she says I'm a virgin, and then it turns out she's not, he, he can't uh, and do the marriage. we will see over the page one, but that's what it means. But now, so now we've got a new contradiction. What the contradiction is? Um, in the previous price, so we said a chareshes a and a ailonis have a tanis basulim, and in this price, so we say chareshes ain't no hem tanis basulim, don't have a tanis basulim. So do, does a chareshes or a shayta have a Tanis besulin or not? So, Amar Rav Sheshes loy kasher. Rav Sheshes says it's no difficulty. Or Ravon Gamliel, or This is Ravon Gamliel, and this is Reb Yeshua. Now we're going back. If you remember to earlier um, to Taf Yud Beis in the Smeseta, where if a man marries a girl, does kiddushin on the assumption she's a basulim, on their wedding night she finds she's not, she accuses, says that you commit adultery, why you're not a basulim anymore, and she says, no, I was raped, I did kiddushin, and then I was raped, I was raped, when I was raped, it's your problem, because you did marry as a, me as a basula, and I was a basula, but I was after getting married I was raped, that's why I'm not a basula, but it's your problem. So now, according to Rabban Gamil, we believe her. According to Reb Yoshua, we don't believe her. So now we understand, if a woman, a Harish and a Shota can't, we don't trust other Harish, a deaf-mute can't speak. Mm-hmm. And according, and, uh, and uh, Shota, who's an insane uh, girl is not mentally competent, we don't trust what she said, as if she can't speak. So now, later. So, so we're now explaining according to Rambam Gamliel. We'll see. It will tomorrow un, uncover this, but it's it's clear. Rambam Gamiel holds that where she, if she would make a claim, she would be believed. If she can't make the claim, we make the claim on her behalf. All right, so if a husband accuses her onto a basula, and she says I was a basula when we did kiddushin, but before nisuin I was raped, a chareshes who can't say that Basin will say it on her behalf. And according to Rabbi Gamil, then she's believed, and she doesn't lose her Ksuba. And according to um, um, Rabbi Yeshua, she's not believed, and she would lose her Ksuba. So according to, so a and a Shota don't have Tanas for If the husband claims, well, you're not a virgin, the Beislin will make the claim on their behalf that maybe she was raped subsequent to Kiddushin. And therefore you can't divorce it without a tsuba. So that's the... Uh, um, that's Rabban Gamil's line of thinking. That's why the pricey would say that cherish uh, and Shaita do not have Tannus Hussalim. I would say, Rabban Gamil... Hege du kotanis ihi. Hege du lo kotanis ihi. Mishmaat's name. It says, okay, where does Rabbi Gamil say we believe her is when she claims. So she claims and says, I was raped right after Kiddushim. Okay, then Rabbi Gamil says we believe her. But in this case, the girl's not saying anything. She's a Hareshah. She's a deaf mute. So who says that Rabbi Gamil will believe her? It says, in. to omar Rabbi Since Rabbi Gamil says, if that was the claim, should be believed. kagonzu In this case, we apply posach pichole ilan Open your mouth for them open your mouth for the mute. I say on their behalf. There's certain cases where based in will initiate a claim on behalf of the defendant, even if the defendant doesn't make the claim. One of them is this scenario the deaf mute can't defend herself. She can't say. So based in again, it might not be true, because this man's accusing this girl of having committed adultery or being a buula before they did Kiddushin. And what and she doesn't say anything, she's a deaf mute. Kazal say, well if she was if she could speak, she might say that I was raped after Kidushin and we would believe her. Well then we're going to make that claim on her behalf. So that's the novelty and not. Enough, in this snow. Interesting, some Bayesdin sometimes do it on behalf of orphans. We know that they can't you know they can't say why their father has certain property or that certain property was owned to their father or things like that. So because they don't know. based-in will issue those claims on their behalf. That's this concept. Uh, quite an interesting concept is that where a person can't make the claim himself in certain scenarios based in will make the claim okay now um we're going to go on to the next line of the brysa which says no a boy Geres does not have a tanis basulim. that's what we mentioned um, in, sorry, in this recent price we that we mentioned, that a Bulgaris does not have a tanas Basulin. Now, remember, Bulgaris is the school over 12 and a half. Now, the assumption is that her Basulin, her Harmon, has worn away, and therefore, when the husband has beer with her on the first night, she might not bleed. Because because she's a Bulgaris, she's reached a certain age where the Harmon has not to wear away. So, it's not going to tear and cause bleeding. So, that's why, no Tanus Basulin, that's our assumption at the moment. So Omar, you know, Now there's another issue that comes up on the first night. When a girl does see, we know that generally when a girl sees blood, she becomes a niddah. But what happens on a wedding night of a basula? Do we? She sees blood, but we're pretty confident that it's from her because she's a because of the harmatarin. And not because she's a niddah. So that's what Rav v'omar. so so we're assuming now that a ba'ula does not have a tanus pasulim. that's what the Bracer said, i.e., she won't bleed. he says, For Omar Rav, Rav, comes along and says, lo la harishon. We give the boares the whole first night. Aye, even if she sees blood when she has beer the first time, we still allow her to be together with her husband. What are you saying, that? The blood she saw was from her basulim, not from a niddah. But based on this price which says that a bulgaris does not have Tana's basulim, we're saying that there shouldn't be blood and she should be a niddah. So make up your mind, if you say she doesn't have Tana's basulim, then you're saying there's no blood, and if she sees blood, she should be a niddah. She shouldn't be allowed to continue to be intimate with her husband, Dan not. And if you hold that she does have well then why doesn't her, call her husband claim and say there was no Besulim? So the moral says, <speaking in Hebrew> we're going to distinguish between the two different types of claims. <speaking in Hebrew> if he claims that I didn't find blood, then we believe him. Because there should be blood. Even if she's a Bulgarian, she should, there should be a bit of blood. So we believe him. However, what's the case where we say that she, we don't trust his claim when he says she's not a basula, The tan is pesa besoula. where he made the claim that I found her open. I, he says, when I slept with her the first time, I didn't experience resistance. So we're saying if she's a Bulgaris, she's already a bit looser. I guess her vaginal canal is not as tart, and therefore we don't trust him to be able to say Pesach posuach. Okay, so that's what we meant, Einotanus But Ein in we do still expect a Bulgarian to have blood, just she's not, it's not as restrictive, so she can't have the second type of claim. Okay, then the next point we said, Sumchas said in the name of Rebimea that a... That a a blind girl does n- cannot claim, sorry, the husband cannot expect to find a blind girl to be a basula. Most, he marries a regular girl and it turns out she's not a bas. and she told him she was a basula and she's not. He can take her to court and divorce divorced without the ksuba, whatever the exact scenario is. Um, however with a blind girl if it turns out she's not a basula he can't so my time it is why not so omri because she falls onto the ground a blind girl trips and stumbles and that's going to and sometimes it's going to cause her harm and to tear so you can't expect to find a blind girl to be a Says, but all girls trip and fall <laughs> little children run around they play they climb they chase each other. They trip and they fall. So a blind girl is no different from a regular girl that they trip and fall. So why should there be no time by a blind girl, but there is by a regular girl? So he says, no. He says, no. If a regular girl trips and falls and sees blood, she'll show it to her mother and check that she's all right. Imagine, especially, it's not like on her knee where she... I mean, you can see with kids that they, they graze their knee and they run to their mom. If she sees blood from her uh, from her private, she's definitely going to run and ask her mom if she's all right. So, but a blind girl doesn't see. So she doesn't know to go ask her mom. So as Rashi says, it's just an interesting, um, Rashi says, so her mom will tell her, Okay, look. um, Yes, you you hurt yourself, you're not a basula anymore. And when she starts dating, her mother will tell her, remember, you're not a basula anymore. So warn your husband that you're not a basula because you injured yourself when you were a child. Because her mother saw a blind girl would never have gone to her mother to to ask her about the blood because she doesn't see the blood. So her mother won't warn her, don't tell someone you're a basula. She thinks she's a basula. So again when these girls get married and the husband finds that there's no basula, by a blind girl it's fully understandable that she thought she was a basula. And turns out she's not. But a regular girl, her mother would have told her you've got you're not a basula anymore. Tossus aren't too happy with that. He says um, um because Rabbi, um, Tossus aren't happy with that answer because he says we Paskin like Rebbe Mayor who holds if she's a mukaytis from an injury, or whether she tells her husband that she's not a basula because she has an injury, or whether she does not tell her husband, she's um, she still gets a ksuba of two hundred. So it makes no difference whether she knows or not, and whether she or or whether she informs her husband or not, she still gets a sub of two of two hundred if it's an injury. So therefore, the re he says no. The explanation is: What does it mean? All young girls, when they see, when they get injured, they see, and they show their mother, and she, their mother, tells them that she's now considered a ace And therefore, when the husband claims and says, "You told me you were a basula and you were not a virgin," she can defend herself and say, "I'm a mukaytz. When I was." six were playing this wild game and I hurt myself and my mom, my mom told me that I'm a eight. Either mother tells her what claim to make. However, this blind girl this blind girl doesn't know to claim that, oh, I'm a Basula because I'm a eight. Oh, sorry, I'm a, a Muqayet. Um, and therefore she doesn't know to make that claim. Okay, but either way that's uh, Rebbe Mayer's shot that on, on why that, That's the explanation on Sumchus in the name of every man why a blind girl does not have Tanas B'sulim. Then we said, A girl who goes out because of Shemro. Now, the Gemara's current understanding what's the case of a Motzi Shemro? So, the, the case discussed in Chumash is a husband says, I married you as a B'sulah, and now we did Kiddushin as a B'sulah, and now you're. On the first night, I realized you're not a B'sulah, you must have committed adultery. Now, the case of Motichamra is it turns out the husband was lying, okay, but, um, but here, so the Gomorrah is assuming that no, he supported his claim. He proved that she committed adultery between Kiddushin and Nisuyin, and then he divorces so her without the Ksuba. So that's what it says. A girl who's been divorced because of a bad, because she's been proven to have committed adultery, she doesn't get a So he says, What do you mean she's not going to have, she's not, if someone rapes her, she's not going to get a class? She's going to be put to death. They're aiding that she committed adultery. Remember again, between the two stages of marriage, she's considered a properly married. She just isn't intimate with her husband yet. So, Omar of So, she's going to be put to death for adultery. What do you mean she's, if she's raped, there's not going to be a penalty? So, it's not Omar of You have to understand, it's not the normal case of Mozzie Shemra. says, what the case is, a girl who has a bad reputation from her youth will not get a Knatsu Pitu. I, if, let's say, the reputation goes out about a 10 year old that she's uh, promiscuous. Then, and then when she's 11 or, uh, when she's in Nara, she's raped, she, the guard doesn't, he can say, look, she has a bad reputation, we can assume she wasn't a virgin, and he doesn't have to pay the class. Says this would imply that if there's a rumors going about a certain document that it's forged you also wouldn't be able to use that document to collect. Like there's rumors circulating that this money that I have saying that you owe me money in sports, I can't use that. We compare the case. Again, if there's rumors about a girl that she's promiscuous, it's no class. We assume, we go with the rumors. If there's rumors about a document being forged, we go with the rumors. You can't use that document. So, this, hey, what's the case? If you want to say the case is that, again, there are rumors that the document has been forged, and the equivalent case is there are rumors that this young girl was promiscuous. If a woman gets a reputation that she was promiscuous as a youngster, we're not worried. We allow her to marry a kahen. I, even if people are talking, you know, that girl, she, was, uh, she, had, her, she, was, she had a few boyfriends who were non-Jews, and she's, you know, she's very promiscuous, and she's been with them. We don't listen to those, and we would allow her to marry a kohen. Well, then it would be the same thing. And obviously the same thing with the Shtar. Just because people are saying, um, oh, yeah, it's so and so forged that Shtar. I'm not going to just dismiss the Shtar. You're going to believe her. So, the case must be where two people came. Now, not that they testify that anything was done wrong, but listen to what they say. For Omri, they say, vina she came to try Persuade us to do something with her I she kind of tried to persuade us to be promiscuous with her Now we didn't do anything but to say and Now we would compare that to the loan case And, and then same thing by the document Two people step forward They don't say we don't really know what happened to that document We know this guy came to us and said Will you help me forge a document that so and so owes me money That's the equivalent scenario So now the says Over there by a woman trying to um, Be promiscuous there are many promiscuous men. So, right, so again, what they, coming, these two ADM are coming forward, a very, very fascinating scenario. The Aydim are coming forward and they're saying, this girl tried to seduce us. We didn't fall for it, we remained kosher, but she tried. So now we can assume she tried, if she didn't manage with those guys, she's going to try with other guys. And there are lots of Britsims. Uh, one man is going to fall for it, and be promiscuous with her. So we can assume that again, by these two Aiden coming forward and saying she tried to seduce us. We pious, she didn't, but she tried to seduce us. We would believe her. Um, says, but by the loan document, this doesn't translate as well. Because just because I come to you and I ask you to help me forge a shah, and you say, not a chance. Who says that any other Jew is going to help me forge the star? Granted, I want to forge a star. No other Jew is going to forge it. So Today, in the case of a girl trying to seduce a man, we can be confident some man is going to fall for her. But in the case of the star, we can't assume that any other Jew is going to forge a star. That's not so common. So the Gemara answers, no. Once we know that this guy was looking for people to forge a star, we can suspect him that he, after a while he gave up, and he himself went and forged it. We know that he's interested in forging a star, so we can suspect him. So that's, just like, okay, so that's the case. What's this Motzi shame, right? It's not just a rumor. A is not strong enough to make a girl consider promiscuous. And a is not good enough to invalidate a star. We might look into it a bit more carefully, but it's not good enough in itself. The cases we're discussing is where two men step forward and say, this girl tried to seduce us. So we can assume that someone did seduce her, and that's the... So it's a bit stronger than a rumor. We have clear evidence that she was trying to be promiscuous. So we can be taking for granted that she was promiscuous. And but the star similarly, we have clear evidence that he was trying. We have two witnesses that he was trying to forge the star. Okay, then we can be suspect and say that he, he himself went ahead and forged the Okay, let's go on to the next Mishnah. The following list of women do not get knas. I, if a man rapes or seduces them, he would not have to pay a knas. The first one is because they're girls who are assumed to not be the sulas. It says, the following do not get a knaps. A man who rapes a convert, a captive, or a... Sorry. A, yeah, a convert, a captive, or a shibka. <laughs> just having a <laughs> Um, so these following women do not get um, a Knaz if someone rapes a convert, a captive or a slave Obviously one that was redeemed, converted or freed Yusairas al-benosholoshon if it was when they were older than three. Again, in the previous mission when they were under three, you assume that their Basulib grows back. If she converted when she was under three, or she was captured when she was under three, or uh, freed as a slave. But these girls were all over three. We assume that they've all had beer, and therefore um, they're not a basula anymore, and therefore, they would not, the, a man who rapes, they would not have to pay class. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, a shfuya that has been redeemed is considered kadusha, we don't assume she's been raped, even though she was an elder girl. So Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold for this by a shfuya. It also is interesting enough to point out, but remember, the two, this that a non-Jew who converts, or a slave who is freed, we take for granted that they had beer. They don't care about these things, and we take for granted. A shpuya, remember we saw this earlier on, was all just a concern. We worried about Qahalim marrying a girl who was raped by non-Jews. So a girl who's captive, since often enough, captives are raped. We don't let her marry a Qahalim. And Tosso says, to add to that, even though in this case it's not about her marrying a coin, it's about her connecting a class we still treat her like a bu'ule in all her lochers, so that she doesn't come to marry a coin. If we say you considered a busule and we'll let you collect a class then we might also let her marry a coin. So even though the primary concern with this girl who was raped as a captive, is her marrying a kohen? We treat her as a ba'ula, midravonin for all halachas. Okay. Habo albito bito al bas bito al bas beno al bas isto al bas beno al bas bito ain lo klas mim neish mekayi be'iznasho shemim misin viday be'izdin. Someone who rapes his daughter, his granddaughter, whether from a son or a daughter, or his wife's daughter or his wife's granddaughter, he doesn't get the class because he gets put to death. Be'izdin. Anyone who is going to put to death, anyone who is liable to be put to death, does not have to pay the monetary cash. as the Apostle says, lawyer of Sonia An no, if there's no fatality then he'll pay this was the whole this, most of the discussion over the last few days remember come labor someone who is being put to death for, in the, they incur a debt penalty and a monetary penalty in the same act uh, this guy who raped his daughter raped his uh, granddaughter etc he incurs the debt penalty at the same time he's exempt from the monetary payment. That's this Mishnah's opinion, um, as we've seen in the lawsuit up. And Remember, the context is, it says, if a man is fighting with another man and they bump a pregnant woman and she miscarries, if there's no death, I, if she doesn't die, so he's not liable for the death penalty, then he pays the money. If she does die and he's liable for the death penalty, then he won't have to pay the money. That's the that that key point. That's the I mean, that we're familiar with from the last sheet. Omar Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda, Rabbi Doisa, Amar Tovarecha, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dois say the same thing. Rabbi Yehuda or as we said, Rabbi Yehuda says you can consider a captive as if she was not raped. That's what he says. Piktus you can allow her to marry a coin. So Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanya Rabbi from the following source, Shvuya Oicheles, Petruma. Rabbi A captive can eat truma according to Rabbi Doisa Again, a girl whose father's a kohen And she's raped by a non-Jew She can no longer eat truma Rabbi Doisa says if she was taken captive She can still eat truma Aye? We assume she's not Tis, Rabbi Doisa says what's the concern That these Arabs were just uh, fondling her that doesn't make her possible to Kahuna. Interesting enough, they say, why does it say, uh, and why does it um, use the term Arab? Trying to see where I saw this. Oh, and so Tossel's bring, because the Gemaharian Kiddushin says, I saw a coming, 10 measures of promiscuity came down to the world. Test not, not our volumes. The Arabs got nine of them. So 90% of the promiscuity is in Arab uh, society. I don't know how we can look into <laughs> how uh, if that lines up with our demographics. Um, but uh, but that's what he's saying. So so it goes to say, so, so that's why it uses the word Arab because they're notoriously promiscuous. But it's irrelevant. The girl who was captured. We just assume, so they fondled her, messed around with her, but they didn't actually rape her. And therefore she can still eat truma. Just interesting enough, I remember I read, there's a book called Son of Hamas. I don't know if you seen it. It's by, uh, um, um, it's by one of the leaders of Hamas's sons. Ended up in an Israeli prison for getting involved in terrorism, and then he like, converted. He realised that their way is totally wrong, and he converted to Christianity, etc. Very interesting story of someone from the upper echelons of uh, of uh, Hamas's hierarchy becoming a uh, Christian, because he says they just says he basically says quite an interesting. Uh, he says any Muslim who takes their teaching seriously will end up being a killer and a terrorist, uh, a martyr that's his uh, thing in that book and then he speaks about in the jails he says the Arabs and the, the I don't know the Mafia Arabs running the jails you know in, on the inside he says they like terribly uh, like just how they uh, like uh, pardon yeah the way they behave and their promiscuity and their approach to whatever sexual issues so it's very just very uh, what do you call disturbing that side so maybe that is a, that's what the Gemara is referring to okay um, so we have a Rabbi Yochanan says that Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Deuz are saying the same thing But basically you do not have to assume that a Captive was raped. Now, oh my rabba, sometimes Robert Dielmelohi. No, they don't have to be the same thing. She says, maybe Rebbe Yehuda only says that in this case so that the sinner doesn't gain. Again, what are we saying? We assume she was raped, we, sorry, we assume she was raped by her captors, therefore when this guy rapes her, he doesn't have to pay. So Abhuda says, no, 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 we're not going to let him off the hook because of maybe she was raped previously, we're going to make him pay. says, I'm a horse like but maybe in the case of a girl who was raped, he would hold like Karabonin and not allow her to eat trimmer. Okay, there's a good reason in our case specifically to say why well, she should pay. He raped her. Oh, you're going to go, maybe she was previously raped whatever. You raped her, you're getting punished. That's Khoitaniska. We don't want to send it to gain because of a suspicion earlier. Says, or, or maybe Rabbi Doisa is lenient because it's only rabbinic truma. This that we say, she is allowed to um, eat truma is only rabbinic truma and therefore we can say okay maybe she's not right but to make someone pay a knas is to extract money from him according to Torah law there you he maybe you'd hold back like the rabbon and that we do consider right so you don't so is saying you don't have to say that Rebbe Yehud and Rebbe Doisa agree and again what is is just for going into the next piece he says, so what's our assumption with why in our case Rabbi Yehuda says we can treat her as if she was not raped by a Because we don't want this sinner to gain. That's rubbish for a why Rabbi Yehuda holds a girl who was previously captured and subsequently raped by another Jew. We make him pay the class. Because we don't want the sinner to gain. So Amalei um, Abay Abay says, "But are You telling me the reason of Reb Yehuda is because it, we want to say we we want to say that a sinner should not gain a girl who is captured is considered kadosh i'm not raped even to collect the super to save the sinner we don't want to let the sinner gain. is there i again if we assume she's raped when she gets married, her is going to be 100. If she was raped as a captive, we're going to assume her 100. So Rebbe Yehuda comes along and says, no, her is still 200. We see that regardless of her... Um, we see regardless of her... We, even not in regards to our veeras, we don't consider her to be raped. So you can't tell me, Rabbi, the spora is just because she's raped. So no, there's a very good spora there. If you say that her ksuba is only, um, if you say that a ksuba is only one hundred, people are not going to want to marry her. I'm like going to say she was. She's uh, what damaged goods when she was captured, and I'm not going to marry her. So therefore, they kept her as to So in both these cases, Rabbi Yehuda says we have a motivating factor why we should go by the strict letter of the law, the said did, and say she was not raped. In the case of a rape, we don't want the rapist to gain because she might have been raped by when she was captured. And in the case of a super, we don't want people to not marry her, saying she's already been she's damaged goods because she might have been raped. Right. So those two cases, we have a motivating reason. Then we'll ask, you heard a big do shot so I think it's, it's getting quite noisy. We'll, uh, we'll finish off this discussion tomorrow.